clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Unreal. Rainbows high and deep into the end zone. And it is caught. Caught, caught for a touchdown. A leaping touchdown. Captain goes. He'll be chased and he is gone. 97 yards. Does he get both feet in right here at the end, Jim? What are they going to roll it? He caught it? Touchdown! He did what? He did what? He runs to the 50. He runs to the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. We are seeing another spectacular effort by Marino, who fires. Touchdown! Oh, that's loose. Allen steps up. Jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. There's a prayer. Stop it! Oh, please! <laughs> what a catch! That's insane! That's insane! The game's final play is a Wilson lock to the end zone, which is fought for by Tate with Jennings simultaneous. Who has it? Who do they give it to? Welcome to Simultaneous Catch Fantasy Edition. Hi, everybody. Well, that was a cool little intro you did right there. Yeah. We So this is a, something that Josh and I have been uh, wanting to do for... We wanted to do it last year. We just never, never got around to it. I don't really know why we didn't get around to it, yeah. honestly. But Maybe it's because I was in 12 fantasy football leagues. <laughs> yeah, you were in more than enough. So, <laughs> so our first... Are you in one yet? Yeah, you're, you're doing I think I am one, yeah. Uh, so we're, we're doing... Uh, uh, fantasy football draft right now. We we pulled our money and we're going to do a simultaneous catch fantasy football league. So we're in a Yahoo fantasy football league. We're two minutes till draft time. We're going to go through this draft for this episode. We have the number two overall pick. And that was something that we weren't totally looking forward to. It wasn't something we were really... Yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I always feel like I either get one of the top two picks or I get one of like the last three picks. I feel like I'm yeah. never like five. Yeah. That's fair. I, I, uh, I actually don't think I ever normally end up at the end. Oh, look, we already have like movement in the chat. Somebody said I'd greatly appreciate CMC at nine if it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. I like that guy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about uh, I'm excited about this. I we talked about like we're, so we're gonna get our, our target at two is Saquon Barkley. That is what we're we've, going with right now. We've agreed on that. Now, obviously, if Christian doesn't go one, then we're going to have a brief discussion about that. Uh, but we that's our target at two. We feel very good about that. Uh, and then we don't pick again all the way until 19. 19. But then we're going to have 19 and 22, so we'll have a turn pick. And I do like having turn picks. I do as um, well. So, I, I know, obviously, I prefer them at the end of the second and the beginning of the third instead of, like, the first one and then not picking again until almost the third round. Yeah. But... I do think that there are a lot of good players here. And then we also looked at our other turn picks going from four to five. There's a huge chunk of players that are listed here in terms of the ranks, like, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., A.J. Brown, even Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, they'd probably go earlier because people overdraft quarterbacks. But, you know, we're looking at other running backs like Todd Gurley, uh, Leonard Fournette, James Conner that are just sitting there, Le'Veon Bell, you know, like yeah. there are guys that are going to get huge workloads that we can get later on. So right now our strategy is get Saquon at two and then see what the wide receiver room looks like with our uh, late second round pick. But uh, here we go. The draft is open. Oh my goodness gracious. Yep. And uh, the first pick was Saquon Barkley, son of a gun. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what do we think? I mean, we have 50 seconds to decide this. Yeah, I guess. I, guess I mean, we, we is, talked about I Zeke versus McCaffrey. But, but but I think when it comes down to it, even though I talked about my concerns about McCaffrey, he is the offense. I, I think so. I, I think it's probably the better way to go versus Zeke right now. Mm-hmm. I think Matt Rule will want to use him in real creative ways and and get, get him involved. Mm-hmm. So I think we will see a step up in those – Receiver numbers, um, but okay. I do feel pretty confident in McCaffrey. So. All right, so we did take Christian McCaffrey, and uh, it, interesting that last year in our fantasy football league that I run, 
I took McCaffrey over everybody thought was a slam dunk Barkley in this year, and I was very excited about it. This year, we get McCaffrey at two, and somebody took Barkley when people think McCaffrey's the slam dunk. So, <laughs> Elliot Cook and Kamara go off in three, four, and five. So, people sticking to the true, tried and true running, running back. Then going on, there goes Derrick Henry at six. So, we are. Going along with that train, we'll see yeah. if, if Thomas the, goes here. We'll see when the first receiver goes off the board. Somebody might take just Joe Mixon or Nick Chubb, though. There, Michael Thomas does go at seven. And that's why I said that's kind of like where I would like to be uh, in a normal draft. I'd like to be able to say, okay, Michael Thomas just falls in my lap or Devontae Adams, you know what I mean, and then be yeah. able to take running backs later because I like other ones. For um, sure. So we're sitting here at eight, and there's a lot of ways that they can go here. I, I, I do think it's very interesting – like, not so much right now. I feel like a lot of the times there's always somebody that will throw in a, a random wrench or something. Yeah. But I usually think near the top of the draft, it, it does seem pretty steady. You kind of go down a list of of these caliber players. As but Devontae Adams does go. I'm excited as we get a little more into this uh, where I think we're both pretty good at the at the game of fantasy, but I'm excited to see us collaborate and, and maybe mash some knuckles over. Absolutely. See this going and how we want to build this team. So. I also I also laugh at um, I think that in terms of the real NFL draft, I get why the draft number in terms of like time allotment gets shorter as the picks go on. But like I feel like that's so backwards, especially in fantasy, where it's like we all know what we're doing in the top couple <laughs> rounds. It's so easy to grab the top guys available, but later in the draft, like I want an extra thirty seconds or so to like. Think about it. It's a very interesting point. Don't they know that we're making a podcast? Oh, Tyreek Hill goes right after Devontae Adams with a little run on receivers. I'm surprised to see Tyreek Hill go so high. I am. I did Over guys like Hopkins and Jones, I'm very surprised at that. I'm not surprised to see him go over somebody like, like Jones. I feel like he's always a wide receiver that gets a little disrespected in fantasy uh, of the last few years, I mean, for a while, he was one of those consensus number one guys. Aaron Jones rounds out the first round. So we are entering the second round. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think people are, are high on, on the Chiefs right now. And they just are, and I get, bring. I get that. And there's always an element of the last thing you saw, and people were thinking, oh, like he broke that big right. catch that right, sparked absolutely. the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So I'm I'm not too surprised by that. Uh, so yeah, we're sitting here at the top of the second round. We got eight picks before we get to make ours, uh, and then we'll get two and four. And there goes Nick Chubb at eleven. Uh, looking at a guy who got another his... player I really really like. I mean, so look at this this. Uh, I don't know what the name of that team is, but they just took Aaron Jones with the tenth pick, and then Nick Chubb with the first pick in the second round. That's a really nice turn combo to get you two running back ones. Is going to be your running back one and two. They're going to start every week for him. Yeah. And, but we did talk a little bit about our worry with a guy like Aaron Jones and the fact that, you know, we talk in a Mike McCarthy offense sometimes – or no, sorry. <laughs> it's a different offense. Because um, <laughs> we talked about the problems when Mike McCarthy there, he didn't want to give Aaron Jones the ball, the carries. He wanted the back by committee thing. Um, and those were our concerns with Zeke a little bit. But the Packers did just draft A.J. Dillon in the second round. So they did draft another running back, and they still have Jamal Williams – you know, they still have Tyler Irvin, another running back that they like, young guy from last year. So, you know, we could see a drop-off in production from Aaron Jones there. You certainly could. Uh, we won't know until, obviously, football season comes about. But I'm also really curious as to whether or not they drafted somebody like Dylan because they're prepared to let Jones go. So maybe they're just going to yeah. run the wheels off of him. I don't know. And well, we did. We did. I don't know if we talked about that on our last episode of the live stream, but I did mention that you know, if we are in this world of running backs don't matter, or at least you shouldn't pay running backs too much money, then that makes sense that you draft Dylan knowing that we're not going to pay Aaron Jones top dollar. Sure. You know what I mean, uh, so then shortly after Chubb went, we had another run on running backs. Kenyon Drake went, then Joe Mixon, and then Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is a guy that I'm really high on. I was kind of hoping that maybe he would just fall to us and we'd be like, oh my God, let's take Josh Jacobs. But then the first quarterback off the board, Pat Mahomes in the second round. How do we feel about a quarterback that high? As Julio Jones goes, that hurts. And then Hopkins. Sure. Well, we're coming up here, so I'll, say, I'll answer that question yeah. after. So right now, so both this, wide is, receivers. this is the point where I, I'm a little nervous right now. Like I don't, I'm not looking at this list of names right now and, so, and loving I was say, almost both, anything. Both wide receivers that went 
just back to back with the two that I would have been happy getting here. Yeah, I would have really liked to have had Hopkins. So is this a time where we look at a guy like Travis Kelsey and are okay taking a tight end in round two? I don't know how I feel about that because I think that we can find guys later. Yeah. Um, but then now we're having a discussion because Eckler goes, we have a minute now. We're looking at Godwin, Sanders, Galladay. Um, I don't I don't think Robinson or Evans, maybe, maybe. But like how, how you feel. Say I, I like Miles Sanders a lot, but I know that you might not know, and I'm okay doing <clears> one later. So I think we should look at wide receiver here or just take Kelsey or Kittle. Uh, Yeah, I actually am higher on Kittle this year than I am on Kelsey, so okay. I feel like getting him at 22 probably would be the way i try to go. Okay. Uh, we, Instead of, do, how do you feel about Kenny Galladay? I know you're high on him. Yeah. I mean, we can certainly, he did have good statistics last year, and you make a really good point about Matt Stafford coming back and being healthy, so I don't, I don't hate that. I am really curious to see how that the Tampa so offense is going to unfold. Though. So if you're really high on Kittle, then we can draft Kittle here, and I will feel okay. I mean, okay, if you want to. All right, we took George Kittle. Um, if that pick would have been mine, I would have taken Galladay, but it's possible Galladay is going to fall right to us at 22. Yeah, and I'd be really happy with that, unless you would rather get somebody else, as Travis Kelsey goes. Yeah, I I mean, right now I think it would go. Uh, between Godwin or Galladay for me. Uh, I think, obviously, we've seen that Galladay is a pretty big-time player. Mm-hmm. I think Godwin proved he is, too. Like I said, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that Tampa offense kind of unfolds. I feel like Godwin could be like a little more younger, athletic version of Edelman at this particular moment. But let's go Galladay. I feel okay. like having that big-time playing ability with a full year of Stafford could be really good. And that was what my big thing, as Lamar Jackson goes off the board just there at the in the middle of the third round here. But um, th- that was my big thing with Kenny Galladay is that he had a twelve or 11 touchdown season, 1,200 yards last year, and Stafford missed almost half the year. So I just think that in an offense that you know is going to throw the football a lot, we don't even know if the Bucks are going to air it out. as much. Like Bruce Arians wants to do that, but – I think that he's smart enough to know that Tom Brady's not built for that offense anymore. He's not built for the 50 pass attempts, 40 pass attempts. Um, I think they're going to try to run the football more. And of course, you know, the of course the Detroit Lions want to too with the picking of uh, DeAndre Swift uh, from Georgia. Yep. Um, but I really, really believe, and they're going to throw the ball a lot, and he's going to get 10 targets a game. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I'm behind it. Hmm. Uh, it's definitely this is always something that I I battle with a little bit, and I know it's it's a fantasy mm-hmm. trap, but it's not a name I love, but it's production you can love. Kenny Galladay, yeah, yeah, and that makes yeah, it's that's uh, one of my favorite fantasy podcasts, the Fantasy Footballers, and they talk about that a lot. Like, don't get lulled in by names, or don't get turned away because you don't like a name. Just look at the production and what the numbers say. The numbers say that like Galladay is going to get that type of uh, targeting every week, you know. Sure. Um, so Melvin Gordon went uh, in the in the third round, twenty six well, overall. Well, How do you feel about that? Well, I'm more interested in the fact that Edwards Hilaire went before Gordon. See, I like Melvin Gordon a lot, but I don't get this disrespect for for our man, uh, for my man. Uh, shoot, what's his name? I'm disrespecting him right now. I can't remember. <laughs> Philip Lindsay, or in in Denver, he's been great the last couple of seasons. Uh, and I know that like they want to have a backfield of both of them, but. You know, as much as I do like Melvin Gordon as a player, uh, I don't like him at this point in the draft because I know that Philip Lindsay's going to get work. Yeah. Or there are people who said that, you know, they're paying Gordon to get 20 touches a game. They're going to give him 20 touches a game. I do believe he's <laughs> going to play an important part of that offense. Uh-huh. And in Detroit, or uh, sorry, Denver, pardon me, excuse me, is a team that I really like this year in terms of offensive production. Like, I'd love to get a Cortland Sutton later. Yes. Or, you know, a piece of that offense and stuff. But uh, I agree. We're rounding out the uh, fourth round the here? Third round. The third round here. Uh, as Mike Evans just went and Odell Beckham Jr. went. Amari uh, Cooper goes with the 29th pick. Uh, now we have the turn picks for the team double R. I don't know what that means. Um, People are going to be laughing at us when they listen to this episode. They're like, oh, Adam, it's this. <laughs> I don't know if we are anybody knows what that person really <laughs> is referring to. They so. do take they take Allen Robinson and Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor go really high, thirty first overall. Get that rookie. So there's been two rookie backs off the board so far. Yeah, 
Uh, obviously, Taylor was the first pick in the fourth round, but to see two in the first four rounds, are you surprised by that? Uh, I'm surprised. So I, I'm not surprised because I get why people are so high on them. I'm surprised that they're taking them so early only because like neither of them are the are the expected starters, especially at the beginning of the season. They're taking those picks for later in the season, so they need to hope that their team is ready early on and getting wins early on. Like I don't want to draft a player in the first four rounds that I'm like, eventually they're going to impact my team. I want yeah. to impact players right away, so I'm winning right off the bat. Sure. <clears throat> that makes sense. I, I do think I agree with that statement. Uh, I do think Taylor's going to be a great player, but for right now, for the terms of fantasy, I think I would definitely rather go with a player like Marlon Mack in that backfield just for the moment. Even talking about running backs, Devin Singletary just went off in the thirty number 32 overall, and I would take Devin Singletary over Alaire and Taylor because you know Singletary is the number one guy. And, of, of course, the Buffalo drafted Zach Moss, and he's expected to get work, but Singletary's going to get 15, 20 touches a game, whereas I don't know if Taylor or Alaire are going to get that in those offenses right off the bat. Especially right away, yeah. And there goes Todd Gurley at 33 which is would have been a player that I would have argued about for us. Uh, but we're about four or five picks from us. Uh, I don't think we're going to get some of those top guys, but guys that I'm looking at right now uh, would be Cooper Cup. Uh, you know how much I love Cooper Cup, especially this year. Um, I'm interested in A.J. Brown. I am. Uh, I don't know how you feel about Juju, although I don't know if he'll still be there in four picks. How are you thinking? Sure, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure because I mean, like, I like the appeal of somebody like Cup, but I'm also really high. I agree with you on on a guy like Cortland Sutton, but I don't know if we want to double down, and, like, have our wide receiver set and then be a little lacking at running back, uh, for say. I'm also okay, and I don't know how you feel about this. I'm okay if we took Cup or another one of these receivers, and then at the top of round five took Le'Veon Bell. Okay. I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be the steal of most fantasy drafts. They had a terrible offensive line last year, and they still gave him almost twenty touches a game. Oh, there he goes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I was so I wanted him. Yeah, so no, bad. that was that was really good thinking, though. Um, I did like it. James Conner is still sitting there. Conner is still thinking Although sitting there. We could take a flyer, take two two good receivers here, and then hope. That later on, a guy like David Johnson sitting there. Say later. Chris Carson was just taken. That was a player I do like. Not really great for PPR purposes. Adam but Thielen's at the top of the board. I do like Thielen. So uh, right now, in my opinion, my choice is between Thielen and Cup. I don't know if you're feeling anything else though. I mean, which way are you leaning between I'm, those two? I'm leaning Cooper Cup just because I think, in terms of production, that offense like they're going to throw the ball more than Minnesota is going to. So he's going to get more work, in my opinion. Okay. Even though Thielen is the number one guy, clearly, now that Diggs is gone. I mean, we can we can go ahead and do that. Although we could take Thielen now and see if Cup falls to us. Uh, How do you feel about that? 15 seconds left. Okay, sure. Do you not like that? No, we can do that. I don't think that's going to happen. All right, we'll see what happens. But I'm happy with a guy like Adam Thielen very much. Yeah. Spend into the end of the fourth round. So there goes James Conner. Let's see what uh, CWI Fantasy Sports does. They take Juju Smith-Schuster. And how do you feel about just taking Cooper Cup right here? Ends up being our flex. Do you like Cooper Cup more? Since we're talking wide receiver, are you higher on Cooper Cup than you are a Sutton? I am. Only because I think that, you know, I I said that uh, (laughs) I'm forgetting people's names all over the place. Here's the receiver that they just drafted judy yeah they took jerry judy and kj hamler with one and two and they have noah fant like i i believe more in the fact that like la rams are not gonna run the ball as much as they did with when they had doug earlier they're throwing the ball and cooper cups the first guy you know what i mean would you say he's the first guy you think Robert Woods would be? I think you could make a stronger argument for Robert Woods over if somebody like Judy being the number one. I just feel like Sutton was one of the strongest wide receivers at the end of the year. We'll take Cortland Sutton because I love Cortland Sutton too. And I also, what I love right now, our starting lineup does not have a single bye week that matches up. I love that's something that I, you know, you don't want to put too much stock in. Obviously, at the top of the draft, you want to get the best players. Yeah. But I love when it falls that way. You know okay, I mean? okay. And it's what, like I said, I love Cooper Cup, but Cortland Sutton, you're right. He's clearly had a dominant season last year, and he also was really good. There goes David Johnson. I thought maybe he would have fallen to us. We do have to very seriously look at running back with our next pick, though. 
Absolutely. We're running out of guys. So let's, I'm going to go over and I want where, how do you do the thing by position again? Just look at some names here. Guy, guys I like, Dave Montgomery. I don't know how I feel about Akers and Swift, but I mean, Akers could end up being the guy in that backfield for uh, the Rams. Okay. Um, I love Darius Geis. I know it's a risk because he gets injured all the time. Love I know him. that is a name that you really love. Um, Sony Michelle, I don't hate, although I think we can get Sony Michelle a little bit I feel later. like if we do get him a little bit later, then that'll be a, a really get him good a little deal. Bit later, but like, I'm happy if by our next pick, David Montgomery's there. We take David Montgomery. Are you confident in David Montgomery this year? I think that David Montgomery had a rough first season, uh, but I think that, you know, looking back at history, you know, guys like Melvin Gordon had a really rough first season, and then they burst out the seams this, the next year okay. after a year in the offense, and I think that they're going to want to protect Mitch Trubisky uh, more this year, and I think that, you know... Well, you think Trubisky starting over Foles? I do, no, think, Tra- talk about that I right do now, think that but... Trubisky will start the season as the quarterback. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know if we'll finish the season, but even that's another reason why I think David Montgomery is a good pick because they're going to want to lean on the running back. So what, I'm going to ask you... Wait, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. No, you're okay. I just... I, I'm going to change the subject, though, okay. to something I know you don't want to talk about. Okay. But, and we don't even... Whether we're still about 10 picks away yeah. from... But what... What are we so? Are, I know you're notoriously a quarterback late kind of guy, but what if somebody like Kyler Murray? It's a quarterback I'm really high on in fantasy this year. What if they're sitting there at at 58 or 59 or 62 where we are? You would take Kyler Murray over guys like Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson if they're both on the board. Well, I mean, if all three are on the board, I think it's certainly a discussion. But yeah. I think though all three of those sorts of guys are very fantasy friendly. Versus, I know quarterback is talked about as like they get points, but I'd rather say, have a guy like that than a I guy say, like Matt Ryan. I will say at the top of the seventh round, if Russell, Watson, or Murray are all there, then I would not hate that pick. In the seventh round, no, I don't hate that pick. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, so, it's also very possible that all three of them go in the next five picks. Because this, yes. this is the round where people do get a little crazy. And I am fascinated that Cooper Cup is still on the board right here. And I will shit my pants. Oh, do we know? Do, <laughs> do we not swear on our podcast? Uh, we don't typically. I'm sorry, everybody, <laughs> but I will lose my mind if Cooper Cup is sitting there at 59. I'm just saying. <laughs> is that so? He's right at the top of the board. <laughs> I know we already have. Three. Oh, there he goes. Okay, then we don't have to worry about it. Huh. Okay. So see, but I'm trying to really think about. Running backs is obviously it is other than quarterback the remaining player that we Kyle need. Murray. I'm not surprised by that that we need. I just don't know. Like I said, I like David Montgomery. Uh, I don't love David Montgomery, but then we also like we're looking at this running back list as taking, you know, swings at rookie running backs, hoping that they become the guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're looking at DeAndre Swift or uh, um um. Who's the other guy I was looking at? Cam Akers and hoping that they become the guy. No, you're right. You're right. I would rather go with a guy like Montgomery than I would with a guy like Darius Geis. Okay, that's fair. There goes David Montgomery. Well, hot dang. Well, see, then here comes the other problem. Like, are we going to just decide to reach on a running back here even though the value's not there, in my opinion? Or do we just keep building our roster? Because that's what I'm for at this point. I agree with you. I I would rather not. We can wait until the end of round eight and take Sonny Michelle, and I will flip for joy. Sure. Because he's going to be a starting running back that gets carries. I will also love a guy like Jordan Howard, who's going to get work in that offense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there there are some guys that I'm not going to hate having. I'm not going to, like, be super happy about it, but we also do have Christian McCaffrey already leading our running back, so it's not like we're lacking in running back production. I agree. Yeah. So then we're looking here, and we're, like I said, you know, I think um, I think that uh, I don't like. It's weird to say I don't like Russell Wilson at fifty nine. I like him better at sixty two. But um, I am a little disappointed that Tyler Lockett just went because I would have gone for that stack right there yeah. if that was a possibility. But obviously, it didn't work out that way. So uh, I mean, looking at this list, I mean, like, what are you thinking? Uh, I like Chark. I really like Terry McLaurin. Uh, I'm interested in AJ Green, but I don't. I uh, don't love that. Um, okay. Okay. 
I I really don't know. I, I might have to cede this to you. Like, what do you think? We have about twenty five seconds. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, if we do take Shark, we're we're getting pretty invested in the wide receiver. We already talked about that. Right. I do think that's probably the wide receiver I like the most yeah. on the list at this particular moment. Okay. So. All right. So let's take DJ Shark here, and then hope if Russell Wilson falls to us at sixty two, we go with Russell Wilson, right? Yeah, I feel. like that. I also, I mean. I think he will. I would be surprised if he didn't, but I also don't dis I don't hate Deshaun Watson there. Okay. Okay. But yeah, now we are pretty stacked in the wide receiver position having Kenny Galladay, Adam Thielen, Corton Sutton, and DJ Chark, but I love having that. Oh, there goes Deshaun Watson. Interesting that he went before Russell Wilson. So let's see if we get cut off. We don't. So we are gonna take Russell right, Wilson. Take the guy. We're gonna sit there and um uh Gonna make getting step my, away for a second and grab our food. My Wilson jersey even more appropriate. I'm gonna slide over into the driver's seat here for a hot second. Take a look at some stuff. We ordered subs tonight. Diggs just went with the 63rd overall pick. Some players that people are avoiding. There goes DeAndre Swift, rookie running back from Detroit. Uh, people are staying away from T.Y. Hilton right now, not really feeling like he's going to be Philip Rivers' go-to guy. I think that's interesting. What, is, what happened? Uh, the driver was asking about something on the menu that wasn't there. That's so fine. We didn't get our food? No, we are. Just do something else. Don't worry about it. Okay, oh, okay. so how's it looking? Uh, I uh, Stephon mean, Diggs went. Not too much has changed. Yeah, Diggs did go 63rd. Sony Michelle, somewhere. son of a gun. Well, we have to take a running back with our next pick. Right? Say, well, I mean, people right? are. <laughs> this is uh, semi seriously. I'm not surprised that people are thinking about these sorts of things. Um, yeah, I do think a running back is important. So, out of this list right now, give me your top. Two. My top two? Yeah. I mean, that's that's tough. I feel like there's a lot of different ways we can go, and I think some of these names are going to be gone. Um, I I want to answer your question when we get to, like, 72 or 73. Okay. Because um, I'm actually looking at guys lower on the list than at the top of the list. Okay. Like, I'll just answer it now. I'll stop being dumb. That's okay. Like, I like a Marlon Mack. We talked about okay. at the beginning of the season. Like, yeah. if we get a couple weeks in, right. that'll give us time to figure something else out. And we have a lot of really good receivers. I also kind of really like the upside of Dobbins in Baltimore. It's an interesting player for sure. We know that he probably will get carries, you know, even in that – because they're going to run a lot. So if something did happen, I don't know how you feel. I mean, we doubled down with wide receiver. If something happened like 79 – this is a pure hypothetical. That probably won't happen. But if 79 – it was a Mac, and then at 82, it was a Dobbins. I'd like that. I feel like you get your early season that. investment, and then like you give the guy more time to adjust and, and develop into so you it. Guy, you like a guy like Marlon Mack better than Jordan Howard in Miami, knowing that Howard's probably going to be the first guy out in terms of running? Yeah, I, I also feel that way about Mac, though. Yeah. I feel like okay. everyone is very excited about the idea, idea of Taylor, and, and rightfully so. It's a mm-hmm. shiny new toy, but I feel like we'd be doing a dis a disservice mm-hmm. to this guy that's done a lot. I think right. the same could be done about Howard. I think he's very underrated and not talked about very yeah. often. But, I mean, we can certainly think about Miami. It comes with risks. But yeah. I'm just uh, – so then look at the – let's look at the overall board again. So then if we're not going to take a running back here and think that we can get Mac – oh, no, so you're saying we would take Mac – we would take two running backs here. We it could. You could. Okay. I'm just saying, like, is there another player that screams at us, like, oh, my God, they're too good to pass up? Um, I don't know if you – how you feel. I mean, like, do you – I think this is the point in the draft where if you're doing something like this, you could try to grab – well, there goes. I was going to say Hunter Henry. You the could try to end. grab, like, those tight ends. You could yeah. use a straight bait. I think, though, Evan Ingram is a person that we've talked about personally, we not both, here on this so far. But I feel like, like Evan he Ingram. has – a lot of upside. We didn't get Barkley, so it wouldn't be like we're doubling down or getting too many Giants or anything. So there goes Gronk. That's interesting. I mean, I understand. Hunt was well, a player flying that I was thinking the, about. They're flying off the board right here. So what, what are you thinking, my friend? We're pretty close to our next pick here. Uh, I like Marlon Mack. Uh, 
I just, I kind of. I, I mean, my I, my thinking could be wrong, but I do feel pretty confident in in player in fantasy players like us. We can down the road keep continuing to well, find those guys, oh, but I feel like. Max going to come out, especially in an offseason like this where Taylor hasn't been there to develop, where Mac yeah. knows what they're doing. So, he knows the right system. So do you want – oh, there's Evan Ingram. I would have said – so do you say that we take Marlon Mack right now, we're on the clock, and then worry about 82 later? Say, or is there another guy right up here that we I take? Mean, do I mean, you love I, these names? I mean – I mean, like they all seem to be running backs I don't love or wide receivers. I wouldn't be bad at taking Drew Brees or Josh Allen and having a second quarterback. As I, trade bait, yeah. As you know, I mean, but also, I feel like that could happen at eighty-two. So then we should take Marlon Mack. I like getting what I consider a starting running back. Did he already go? Oh no, there he is. Go ahead. All right, so we took Marlon Mack, and now we're going to sit back and see what happens at eighty-two. I'm okay at eighty-two, taking Jordan Howard or Matt Breda if you want, uh, or go to you can go to all players again. So we're back on the board. Matt Brady just went. So I'm okay taking Jordan Howard, but if you want to take another player here, I'm okay with that too. If there's someone that screams at you. I was just curious, do you, I mean, you, he'll probably be there later, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, he'll probably be there later. I mean, we can we can take a Miami Dolphin and see what happens. Give me more reason to root for him. Let's take Jordan Howard. Take Jordan He's Howard. He's a little further down. Right, right there. Here. Yes. All right. I feel good about that pick. I feel good that he's going to be the first guy in that offense. I don't think Matt, and I know people are like Matt Brady's going to get uh, more work in the passing game and stuff, but they're also going to use Jordan Howard on the goal line way more than Brady will. Makes sense. So we can get to, and, and obviously we we've talked in our in our uh, fantasy history about not loving touchdown dependent players, uh, but yeah. I think that Jordan Howard's going to get his fifteen touches every game, no matter how they are. Okay. And I and I, I like I like to play that player a lot. And I really am comfortable with our lineup right here. Excuse me. In terms of our starting lineup. You yeah, know I, do I mean like I, it. I like I said, I'm 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 a little bit less high on a Marlon Mack than you are, but I'm not upset about it. I understand the hesitancies, yeah. but yeah. my philosophy is week one, he'll be able to go. He'll, yeah, he'll be, the, yeah, so he'll be the we, first game. It's care. not yeah. a player that we're handcuffing ourselves right. to. But, but we but we also talk about, like we have a ton of really great receivers. At some point in the season, we could always use that to flip for a better running back if we had to. Um, yeah. So, but now we're just sitting at probably just taking better best players, you know. Right now, I mean, we don't have our kicker or our defense, but we have to. We have a few more bench positions and, and whatnot. So I don't know what your philosophy in terms of that, but I never like sometimes I don't even take a kicker or a defense, especially this early in the year, because what like. Because so many things can happen in terms of injuries and like, I feel like you can find a kicker and a defense at some point closer to the season. I know that's a little bit an off the wall sort of theory. Sure, but in my sense. mind, like, why wouldn't we just stock up on a bunch of really good players and see how everything plays out? Sure, I wouldn't hate Josh Allen as a backup if it falls there. I don't know if he will. Um, how do you feel about a player like Christian Kirk or uh, a tight end like Austin Hooper in that Cleveland offense is interesting? Or do we throw caution to the win at 99 and say, let's get the Stafford uh, Galladay stack? <laughs> uh, nothing like against that. I know like I'm notoriously not a huge Stafford fan. Yeah. But I feel like if it was available, if it was a thing, like I think going for a name like Aaron Rodgers might be more possible because we're most likely going to ride Russell Wilson anyways. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're trying, if we throw out an Aaron Rodgers and maybe a second-tier player, I think somebody's more inclined to be like, oh, and maybe take that bait. Do you agree, do you think that that happens in a league like this where everybody I don't, a lot of I don't money? think we'll really know until we try. Okay. Interesting. There so goes you, a Philip Lindsay. So you have uh, you have Daryl Henderson queued. Talk to me about Daryl Henderson. Well, I just Allen. feel like uh, you know somebody has to run the Rams offense. True. And I mean, he was already there. He was already there. He was a high draft pick. Mm-hmm. I think he is somebody that McVay wants, and they're beyond the injury reasons, there was a reason why the Rams organization felt comfortable just to Jets and Todd Gurley. I know there was the contract and the right. injury and all these different elements, but right. you don't just get rid of a guy. You don't absolutely have to unless you're like, we have something that we can do something And they with. did that before they even went into the draft. So, yeah, yeah that's a good point. I, I, I like him too. I just uh, I was interested to see uh, your opinion on it. Um we got about one. We got about six picks from our our next turn here. Uh, We're getting to a lot of the quarterback purgatory that I don't love. 
I mean, I'm not even worried about. I'm not like I wasn't. If we were sitting there, there were like quarterbacks that we really loved that I would take. But like, I'm not like I think we could. I think Matt Ryan's going to be there around 14. Sure. And Matt Ryan's a great fantasy quarterback. Um, it's uh, there are names that I do like here. Like, like I like Jarvis Landry and Will Fuller. I like both of those players. I, I know do. that I know there's injury concern with Will Fuller, but I do like Jarvis Landry. And obviously, I'm okay I do with. Lot. I Henderson. don't think he'll go. I don't think he'll be there by 99. Landry. Yeah. If he is, then are we going to agree on that pick? I think that could be okay. a real solid pick. Okay. I know we have a lot of wide receivers right now, so maybe okay. that's a little off-putting. Do we have any on our bench right now? We do have one, don't we? Yeah, yes, we have Shark. Yeah. So right now we have four receivers and three running backs. I'm okay taking – oh, dang, you went right before us. Um, um, maybe at 102, how do you – I mean, like, what about a guy like Sanders? I do like Emmanuel Sanders, uh, especially he's going to get some softer coverage knowing that they're going to double Michael Thomas on the other side there in New Orleans. Oh, I'm surprised Matt Ryan went. Um, I did like Slayton. I'm okay if if we want to take Daryl Henderson here. I am okay with that. You want to do that? Um, I also like – I don't hate the idea of like Julian Edelman's going to get every target in New England. Or what about <laughs> like uh, Ronald Jones? He ended the year pretty hot. Ronald Jones makes me nervous. <laughs> well, I feel like any Tampa running back makes yeah. me nervous. But, I mean, I'm okay with Daryl Henderson. Here. All right. I think that's a good it. pick. I think that's a, a good pick. He's going to get carries on offense. McVay is going to find him touches. You would think so. You, yeah, you would think so. <laughs> but I also feel like that – is a player where you take why you take a Marlon Mack. Yeah. Because you'll give a Henderson some time to either we'll get to establish see, himself we'll or, see yeah. whether or not something right, is so happening one way or the other. It's our pick. I'm gonna give you three names right now. I like Stafford okay. as a stack backup. I love Christian Kirk. Okay. And I do I am okay with Emmanuel Sanders. I'm I don't hate I don't hate that either. Say I, I like would rather him. go with the wide receivers than get the other quarterback that we don't okay. really need. Then let's take Christian Kirk. Okay. I really like Christian Kirk. They're going to, like, Atlanta's going to, what? I don't know. I mean, we got him. Okay. <laughs> it said there was an error. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so you may have picked too late. No, we got him. Okay, we're good. Uh, so we have so two I wide receivers really, and two running backs really, on our bench right now. Really like our bench. Um, uh, yeah, so... How many more bench players? Well, it says we there get two more, two. But, we, but we could theoretically take four, like I've done it before on Yahoo, and not take a kicker on defense. But unless someone sticks out at us, we could do that. I so what? What are we looking at now? Like, there's a lot to go. There is so a lot next. to go till our next pick. But I mean, like, obviously, I don't think Sanders will be there. But if he, but if is, he is, I, I like, like it. Oh, yeah. I also, it's a player we talked about Deontay being high Johnson, on. Yes, yeah. in Pittsburgh, I think they took Juju, but. I think Deontay Johnson really showed up and established yeah. himself last year yeah. with a player like Hodges. So you get Big Ben. And other other players whatnot. that I think could be really fun uh, at that point in terms of you talk about taking a backup tight end, guys like Hayden Hurst, Mike Kosicki, or Noah Fant. Like I really like those three players, and I'm not mad at taking a backup at that position. I do. That could boom. You know I, I do mean? like Noah Fant. I'm really nervous on Gasicki this year. Yeah. Just because I know we, we haven't talked talk about, about it on the that. podcast, but we've talked about Chan Gailey's history with, with tight ends, the tight ends yeah. and not being spectacular. So um, I think he probably will be drafted just due to where he is on the list and the way he ended last year. But I like Noah Fant, though, as a backup and like with the – our pick in the thirteenth round, if nobody takes him, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we, if we, you can. Scroll, that could be. Like uh, if we scroll up and we end up. Oh, did Sanders go? No. If we end up with like a Sanders at this next pick, or even a James White, you know what I mean? Uh, although I'm in, worried about James White without having Tom Brady. You know how they're going to use him versus Sony Michelle. I would have liked Sony Michelle. Yeah. But you know, if we take like Emmanuel Sanders or a Deontay Johnson, and then with a the turn pick, take a Noah Fant, who's going to be used in that offense. Uh, who really liked his connection with with Drew Locke at the end of the season last year. I'd like that. Yeah. I feel yeah. That could also be where we have a Kittle, so we feel pretty good about that. Right. If if Noah Fant explodes early on, then we have that for Trey Bader. Even if we feel as confident in Fant, then we can move on from Kittle. Absolutely. And And I like that, especially the tight end position where it's so hard sometimes to predict – uh, and some years, it's like de- a desolate 
you know, war space where you don't know, you know what I mean? Like, you really don't know what's going on. Like, I, I don't hate that. Um, I'm glad that you scroll down a little bit because I do like other names down here, like Alshon Jeffrey that we could get late. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, Chris Herndon, another one. Uh, did Devonta Freeman sign with anybody? No. He's still a free agent. Um, but yeah. Robbie Anderson's an interesting name in Carolina, even though I know that they like uh, DJ Moore and um, Curtis Samuel. Samuel, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're getting to the point here where we're we're, we're taking shots on some people, you know. I think that's okay, though. I mean, you just mentioned Curtis Samuel's name; he's there. I don't know how much Carolina bat or stock we want to get, but. Uh, we are still seven picks away. Three names we did talk about are still there. Good, I like that. Maybe we go with our guy, Justin Tucker. <laughs> um, I will say, if we don't take a quarterback until the last round and Drew Locke is there, I do love that pick. Yeah, I might do too. I think that just you get, we, we stack the deck with him. I'm putting Tucker on the queue just That's cause. okay, that's okay. Um... I, like, I think that that is a great pick, you know, just sitting there having, you know, and then that also gives us a possible Sutton lock stack if lock bust booms. But then if, yeah. like, if a Russell Wilson or a Drew Lock like, start, maybe both of them are playing really great, another trade bait. Yeah. We could pick up a, um, we could pick up, the, you know, maybe we bolster our running back position with that trade that we need. Absolutely. Um, but you're right. Like, later in the pick, we're taking chances on guys that can boom and chances on guys that we can swap for later for, for better players if we need to. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> so we're six picks away. People are taking their time now. <laughs> like I said, people are waiting out the clock because they're they're not sold on a lot of things. And some defense are starting to go. Zach Moss was a player I was interested in talking about. He I just do went. really like Zach Moss. I'm so, Like I said, I got Zach Moss in a lot of, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, mock drafts. But again, I think that's because people aren't paying attention and you can get them later. And Austin Hooper sat there at the top of the board for a very long time. I don't know how I feel like fully about him, but I'm surprised he did sit there for a really long time. James White goes. Madison goes. I'm willing to bet that the person that took Madison has Cook. Uh, all right, we are on the board. So there goes Justin Tucker. We're on, we're on the board. Uh, I think we take uh, either Sanders or Johnson here, and that's, I'm going to let that up to you. I agree with that. Uh, I'm glad that you feel that way, even though we do have more wide receivers than running backs. That's I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm pretty not, high on Sanders. That. I think he's as good a number two as you can get mm-hmm. in, in the league, and I feel like he really showed himself in his value in yeah. San Francisco and going to and then, a guy like Drew Brees, I think is just really great. And then I'm really happy. Oh, no, fan just went. Oh, that hurts. Um, okay, so then where where do we go with this next pick? Because that was uh, that was going to be my slam dunk next pick. Yeah, well, we're back on the board. Um, dang, I don't know. That happened so quickly. Oh gosh, what do you think? I really, honestly, don't know because I don't love any of the running backs left. Um. Especially not this high. They're, these are guys that are going to be there later. Okay. Um, I know that we have so many receivers. I don't like. I don't mind digging Matt Stafford. Okay. Matt, it's with. So we, we talk about a lot. Like unless there's another player that you really want, you know, we talk about a lot when you're drafting people late or quarterbacks late. You're looking at a guy that in his range of possibility he could be the top in the top three of the quarterbacks, and he could be. I see. I now no longer feel confident in that, even though we're running out of time. Okay. Because so, I like the idea of lock later. Okay. Oh, that's true. So just take somebody that you like. Okay, we'll just do this. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. We I know just that, stacked up way too much on wide receiver. I'm, but I, I don't think I don't like I know that we have a lot of them, but I don't think like we have these guys. There that means that there are other players who are stacked way too high at running back. So we can swing two of these receivers for a solid running at some point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm totally okay with that. Ideally, because I do, I think mm-hmm. I like having the player like Locke over I do. Stafford. And I, and, and once you said, I forgot about Locke at that point, so I'm, I'm glad you said something like that. Um, so then we're sitting here, and I guess the question is, we only have two picks left, so we could just go kicker defense if you'd like, or we could take Locke and then, like, another running back that we hope could be good. You know what I mean? Or we take or we take Locke and then 
one of his other, a kicker or a defense, depending on which one you like. I think if it mm-hmm. falls that way and locks there, I want an admin. I want him yeah. on our team. I don't want to leave it up to chance. Good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I do like the idea of taking a defense we like. Okay. I think we can yeah. always find kickers. Absolutely. I mean, you can always find defenses as well, but I'd rather have like right, cause the defenses pick can be more of matchup, Chicago matchup or plays. in LA right now. Okay. Just for the sake that it'll, it'll change down the road, even possibly before the start of the season. Okay. But I don't know. And of the teams on this list, those are the two that you're looking at, right? I like Chicago. I like LA. Okay. I like Denver. Okay. Um, yeah, Denver with a guy like Bradley Chubb coming back fully healthy. They got a Bradley Chubb. They still have Von Miller. They mm-hmm. added in an AJ Bouye. Yeah. So they could be. They and they were a top five last year with as bad of an offense as they had until the end of the year. So imagine having a lead with a Drew Lock and Miller and Chubb being able to pin their ears back and just go get the quarterback. Uh, a lot of fantasy points in that. That's kind of how I'm leaning at this particular second. Okay. So we'll just throw those on the list for fun. Sure, no, sure, that's sure. That's not the LA I thought it was. I would rather actually go the Chargers I agree with the that. Rams. I agree with that. I'm glad that you didn't think that was crazy. No. Switch uh, over to the running backs just for fun. Let's see if there's a guy that we like. It's just sitting there. Uh, I mean, there are names that I'm very intrigued to see what happens. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm a Duke Johnson or an Adrian Peterson. I mean, right? See how that plans they're, out. They're they're not absolutely slam dunks on any means, but we'll. I also have talked about liking a guy like Antonio Gibson, who I think is going to be is a rookie with Washington. Okay, who's going to be used? Uh, you talk about running backs. Chase Edmonds, the number two guy behind Kenyon Drake. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not another running back. I I and you know, two running backs already went for Indianapolis, and we have more than that, but. Uh, Shoot, who's who's Indy's head coach? Frank Reich. Frank Reich has said Naheem Hines is going to get five targets a game. He did, he and did. well, we know because I mean, Philip Rivers that Austin Eckler role exactly. So that's so, it's intriguing. Uh, but then you're also talking about Austin Eckler. Justin Jackson's the backup in in Chargers backfield. He is officially now. Yeah, yeah. maybe he ends up being being that guy. Um, I'm okay. Taking Drew Locke with our next pick and then deciding who's next after that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It's going to happen real quick because it's just one person. They go back-to-back picks. I also think it's a good thing. I mean, I didn't look at at Stafford's bye week. I think he's still there, but they do have different bye weeks. So Russell Wilson, that is. Russell Wilson and Drew Locke will have Have different different bye weeks. weeks, So that we can start them if we need to. Interesting. There's a lot of guys there at the top of the, like just at the top of the board that are interesting. Did Stafford get taken? He must. Yes, have. he did. Yes. Like all players, like I'm surprised Alshon Jeffrey is still there. I know he's had injury concerns, but he's literally still there. Uh, surprised? Did he just go? Oh no, he didn't. Um, I don't know how I feel about like rookie receivers, but Justin. I, I mean, I'm not. I, I don't. Jackson is a, an intriguing. Player. I don't think we're going to take another receiver. You know what I mean? But I'm just talking about I'm surprised that there are guys that are there that are, you know, this bigger names. Sure. Okay, so we're getting close. All right, so we're going to sit here and take Drew Locke. That is what I want to do. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know how you feel about this. So Antonio Brown just went. That's an interesting. I feel like when you're late. in the last. Almost the last round, though, with it's all okay. the speculation that he might be going to Seattle. And this early in the draft process. Yeah. I, it's not crazy. All right, so it's our pick. And um, what do you want to do? You want to take a defense? Or you want to take another guy that's just sitting at the top of the board? It's up to you. I do like the idea of Justin Jackson, and I also love the idea of Chase Edmonds, the backup in, in Arizona. But if you don't feel good about either of those, I don't, I don't mind taking one of our favorite defenses. I would rather go with a guy like Alshon over okay. those wide receivers. I especially don't want to double down on wide receivers from Minnesota. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Uh, sorry, Justin Jackson. Oh, sorry, sorry. Or Chase Edmonds. I'm talking All right, about I'm gonna go backs. with Alshon. I'm okay with that. Although I didn't think about the wide receiver thing. That's okay. I know. I know. I know it seems that like I know that we have a lot of receivers, but like. They're all really good, and we can like this so far from the season. Yeah, people are going to want receivers. People, there are going to be injuries and things like that that we can use to trade and get another running back if we need to. Sure, you know, and like I think like a guy like Jackson, I agree with you. I don't think he's going to get drafted here in the next five picks. That's true. So if we at, at some point we're like, oh my god, we could just pick him up, we can. Uh, but there's not a lot of other running backs and on this list that I love, you know. So I don't hate that we just. Did I'm that. intrigued by Carlos Hyde in but Seattle. It is interesting. 
Uh, although, of course, they'd love Chris Carson, and they still have Rashad Penny, who they drafted in the first round. Yeah. So I think a guy like Hines, though. But I, you're right. We did talk about that. Uh, but I, I really, really like our draft. I think we got a lot of really good players. Yeah, I think we certainly have some potential here with this. So there we have it. Our <laughs> first uh, simultaneous catch fantasy draft. Yeah, it's fun. So then we're going to do... During the season, we're going to have, you know, every time we have an episode, hopefully the season goes off normally and we're going to pretend or we're going to proceed as if it though it is at this point. Uh, during the season, when we do our weekly episodes, at the beginning or the end of every episode, we'll, we'll discuss our, our fantasy league, how we're doing. Uh, and then we'll do, you know, brief fantasy breakdowns. So you'll be able to send in fantasy football questions if you had them, ha- have them, things like that. Uh, but uh, Josh and I love fantasy football. It's exciting to be working with you so that I don't have to lose. <laughs> well, that's still going to happen in another. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else we want to? Send a nice little message. Yeah. You too. You too. Somebody everybody. said, let's have a great season. We said, you too, everybody. Kissy face. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anything else you want to say? Now, everybody, thanks for listening to a little bit different of an episode, but we wanted to get something out there, and we thought this would be a fun little thing. So we'll, like Adam said, we'll let you know how this goes on throughout the year. Maybe we'll do one a little closer to the season that's not completely as high stakes, but just to see we can talk about things that differ from what we saw here in May and, and, and whatnot. So I'm excited and looking forward to this, though. Absolutely. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you check out the Pocket Podcast Network. They're, we're in talks of next month, possibly, or in the month of August, doing another show swap. So watch out for that. Uh, a couple new shows were just added, including Cult Classics. Uh, they make up a story about our horse movies. Oh, it's a very interesting concept, and I didn't think I'd enjoy it, but it was actually pretty fun. <laughs> I feel like that's. Totally sounds right. It's funny. So, so yeah, make sure you check that out. Make sure you follow us on social media at Simult Catch and Simon Sketch on Facebook. And uh, if you're listening to this before the first couple weeks of June, check out Josh and I in the Drama Shop Virtual Cabaret. <laughs> Fun little song for you guys planned. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> God bless.